today on first cup we'll talk about yesterday's episode of martial arts radio that we released and i'll just i'll give you some updates on what's going on with me and we've got quotes about a pretty impactful movie that was released 30 years ago today stick around we're rolling in 10. okay Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Today is Tuesday. It's March 1st, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and um, this was the water I was drinking, and I'm out of water. I have to filter more, but that's, yeah, and then I would drink, I would drink the water or the coffee. <sighs> How are you doing? Uh, getting up at 5 a.m. to do this show? That's my commitment to all of you. Um, I do not want to get out of bed. I, I will be very honest about that. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning to Andy and Casper and Daniel and Stacy and all the rest of you watching live, later, listening, whatever you're doing. Thanks for being here. Jenny. Good morning. You guys see the picture? It's just randomly on the wall. Some whale sharks. I probably will not because of where I'm going, but might see some whale sharks later today. Good morning, Dennis and Nathan. Uh, I'm going snorkeling. Looking forward to it. It's uh, just a half day, just a half day trip. And you know, it was funny. I went to the dive shop that I was recommended to, and they had snorkeling tours. And I said, I want to go snorkeling. Where do you want to go? I don't know. What do you want to see? I don't know. Guys, looking at it. It's just like, do you want to see big fish or small fish? It's like, big fish. It's like, okay. Be here tomorrow at 8.30. We leave at 9. Do I have to bring anything? No. Okay. Easy. I can do that. Ah. Well, thank you, Kelly. That's very kind. Oh. Kelly says, we so appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. You know, I make a commitment to doing this show and, and part of what makes it fun and special for all of us is that it's live. And so not doing it live doesn't work. Canceling it is not a thing I want to do. Right? Uh, yesterday, what did I do yesterday? So I spent a little bit of time on the roof doing some work, which was kind of cool. Uh, there's a big, there's a big covered area. So the sun, because the sun, the sun's brutal. The sun really is hot here. Can, can you see my my sunburn fading, becoming more of a tan? <laughs> Stacy says you lost your card. No, I didn't actually. Um, so I posted on on Facebook. I was like, don't lose your golf cart. Don't misplace your golf cart because I realized that if there was no way to find it. There's no, I took, a, I was smart. Um, when I realized how much of a nightmare that was going to be, I took a picture of the license plate. But I imagine, like, I can't imagine that every day someone doesn't misplace their golf cart. I, I go, okay, what color was it? I don't know, like dark blue. That's all of them. Oh. What do the wheels look like? I don't know. What did the front say? I don't know. 
Um, so I did some work on the roof and what else did I do? Took two naps, which was kind of great. Had some wonderful food, went and found coffee. I don't know if I'm going to go back there for coffee because even though the food was good, it was, I don't know. Wasn't, wasn't the friendliest place. Like not, not in a bad way, just wasn't that friendly. But there really aren't that many places that open early because let's face it, you know, people go late here. There's a curfew. There's a curfew of midnight. And uh, the bar I was hanging out at ended up chatting it up with a guy. And he didn't have a card. And I was like, I'll give you a ride back. And, you know, didn't, I, you know, I don't know where anything is yet. Um, yet. I don't know where anything is and so I drove him back and I, I got back and I walked in the door like 10 minutes before curfew there was almost nobody on the road um, and from what I understand they actually do care about that rule so we'll find out <laughs> Stacy says oh phew that's better I was picturing you looking for it uh, what I did do that I will post later um, I started working on a post that I titled an incomplete list of the ways driving a golf cart in Belize is like playing Mario Kart. Uh, and there's something like 15 or 20 things on here already. This place is crazy in, in ways that you would expect, ways that you would not. It's still incredibly friendly. It's still a lot of fun. But I think I'm... I would have liked maybe a few more days here to do stuff, but I don't, I don't think this is a lifestyle that I can handle day in, day out, at least not the way I, I've been doing it. You know, I've been going and, and eating and, you know, kind of letting the wheels fall off just because it's vacation. So why not? <laughs> Ray says, get hit by a turtle shell. Oh, don't worry. We, we have, we have mentions of shells on the list. I thought about there's a um, there's a little fruit stand right next door here, and I thought about buying bananas and just driving around with banana peels and throwing them. But my fear is that people wouldn't get it and thus be upset. Because if you don't get the joke, it's not it's actually kind of rude, right? But if you get the joke, it's pretty funny. In reference to leaving Kelly says, well, of course not. No easy access to early coffee. Yeah, there's a coffee maker. I, I could I could go buy coffee. <laughs> Race up, do it. I could I could buy coffee. Um, but part of what I'm trying to do is do is you know, if I if I go buy coffee, I'm gonna have extra coffee and you know, it just it's it's not a big deal. That is clearly his plate. Some some Mario Kart. It's a me, Jeremy. Instead of Luigi. Right? Um, so I went and took a shower yesterday, got out, and was putting my towel back up over the shower door. And I saw a little lizard in the shower, a little gecko like guy. And I was like, you don't belong here. So I poked him and he was alive. And then figured out, it, it took me about 
five, eight minutes to figure out the best way to relocate him, bring him outside. Uh, it's a multi-step process because just what it had to be. And, oh, pardon. It's about this big, you know, little. And bring him outside, and there's a ledge on the third floor, and tried to tap him out of the container I was using, and he didn't want to come out, so I grabbed a fork, and I used the back of the fork and just nudged his tail a little bit, and he scooted down the edge of the container, dropped onto the ledge, and then jumped into the abyss. <laughs> he went, oh, and I'm not kidding. He just jumped into the nothing from the third floor, and I just watched him until I couldn't see him, and he, he just, I spent all that time trying to save him, and then I'm pretty sure he just went just flat down below. It was sad. But I tried. All we can do is try, right? Uh, anything else I want to tell you guys about? Before dinner, I just, I drove south. Because I'm, I'm about halfway up the island, and I drove south and just kept driving until I didn't see it much of anyone that was on dirt roads, got into like an industrial area where there were a bunch of dump trucks and um, where I think they're digging up sand and moving it to other parts of the island. I think that's what's going on down there. But it was quiet and it was nice and it just kind of made me reflect on how wherever I go, I tend to gravitate towards those areas, places, you know, it's, it's fun to hang out in the chaos, in the, the milieu, but I'm a country boy and I like it quiet. You know, a lot of the people I talk to here, you know, they're finding ways to get here more and more often, relocate here. And while I can certainly see the appeal of that, because honestly, the people here are, there's something different, something special about the people who are attracted to this area. I don't think I want to live here. It's a nice place to visit. I don't think I want to live here. But um, one of the people I met suggested I check out the next island south. They said it's a little, it's, it's a lot quieter. So when I leave tomorrow to go back to the mainland, I think I might try and spend a day there and hang out and see what's like there. So, well, yesterday we dropped an episode with Justin Ortiz. And if you follow sport martial arts at all, you may remember that name. That may be familiar to Justin was a member of team Paul Mitchell for a long time. And well, I, I shouldn't say a long time. I don't know. I don't know how long he was on the team, but he was on the team long enough that I was aware of him. And I don't follow sport martial arts quite as much as some others, but we had a great talk. We had to reschedule a couple times, but it was totally worth it. And if you haven't checked it out, I hope that you do I had a lot of fun talking to him. What a great guy. He's doing some cool stuff. Uh, we talked about him bringing forward a, a new iteration of Power Rangers. Uh, his, are they married? Yes, they're married now. Um, some stuff that, that his wife's doing. I mean, they're, they're a bit of a martial arts power couple, which is kind of cool. And just had a fun time. Hope you check it out. Now, the oh, let me double check. I don't think... I'm looking at First Cup. 
Did anybody else post anything? I don't recall getting any notifications. Somebody did. I'm checking, I'm checking, I'm checking, I'm checking. Andrew reminded me, don't, uh, don't forget to talk about Monday's episode. So I did. All right. Um, well, the other thing for us to talk about, and Frank set this up for us, so let's, let me read it. Where are we? Here we go. Yesterday marked the 34th, I said 30 in the opening, 34th anniversary of the martial arts cinema classic Bloodsport. And today is the 26th anniversary of Bloodsport 2. I don't think I've ever seen Bloodsport 2. Here's some trivia from IMDb about the first Bloodsport film. And of course, I'm sure that most of you have checked out the episode that we recorded with Frank Dukes. And of course, Frank Dukes is the, what's the right word to use here? The basis. The, the movie is based on Frank Dukes. The main character's name is Frank Dukes. I am, yeah, I don't have to say anymore. Daniel says, you're on holiday. We're not going to ask you stuff. And now he's being snarky. Sorry, vacation. You can call it holiday. I get it. It's all good. You know, just blame your, I, I would blame your, your COVID brain for, uh, for your snarkiness, but you've been around long enough. I know, I know that's not from that. All right. So here we go. One of Jean-Claude Van Damme's favorite films of his own. And Kickboxer was first, right? Kickboxer and then Bloodsport. But I think Bloodsport was the movie that really got people to pay attention. Damn well, yeah, I, I think it will. Now I want to check. Boxer, no, Bloodsport was first. Okay. Um, so it being his first movie, I guess that makes more sense. It's the one that really made him famous, made him a household name. There wasn't, there had not been a martial arts film like Bloodsport before this. It was, I don't know, it tried to tell a story. Slider says, Bloodsport was first. You are right. I'm guessing that's part of why it's one of his favorites. So Frank Dukes was the fight coordinator for this film. When Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast, Dukes announced that Van Damme wasn't nearly in good enough shape and put him through a three-month training program. Van Damme, a world championship martial artist in his own right, called it the hardest training of his life. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine, although they, they knew each other, so maybe it wasn't as as critical as it, as it may come across now. Uh, I forget how they met. I'm sure we could find out. But I just can't imagine signing on your movie and saying to the star, you, you, you know, we need some training. You're not ready. Well, who are you? I'm the guy the movie's based on. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. <sighs> Do you guys remember when you first saw Bloodsport? I don't remember specifically, but I remember that it was one of the movies that uh, 
a convenience store had available for rent. I remember we started renting a VCR because they were expensive. I mean, in today's money, a VCR back back then would have been close to $1,000. So I remember renting the VCR and that was only for very special occasions. And then I remember we bought, I think our grandparents, my grandparents bought one for my mother for her birthday or something. And we would rent movies from time to time. And Bloodsport was definitely one of them. But when? Oh, today is a Vermont state holiday. What's today? Today, today isn't Bennington Day, is it? What is today? Um, all right, and then number three. Uh, and I knew this. I don't know if you did. Midway's hit video game Mortal Kombat in 1992 took huge inspiration from the film and even used a parody of Jean-Claude Van Damme for the character of Johnny Cage, who has a similar costume, backstory, and familiar split punch. According to game creator John Tobias, they wanted to make a gritty game based on the film. I remember the first time I played Mortal Kombat. I actually remember where I played at my friend Saunders' house. We played it on the Sega Genesis, and he didn't have the controller that had six buttons. And you needed six buttons. So you had to switch back and forth from punch to kick, and it, it didn't work very well. But I remember the split punch, and as a, what was I, probably 14, 13, 14-year-old 14 boy, watching that was just, it was hysterical, right? Because he does a split, he punches him in the groin, and he's like, oh, right? Like, there was nothing funny in that. Oh, it's town meeting day. Right, it's Tuesday. Duh. Thank you. Town meeting day. Kelly says, college had a Taekwondo living suite. That's where I saw it and would fast forward to fight scenes. And I thought that's the one where the stunt guy flips the wrong way. Daniel says, I remember being really confused at the video store, not renting the Bloodsport. I was about 10. Jenny says, having a con side conversation with Matt about Bloodsport. Me, I still haven't seen Bloodsport. Matt, it was better than best of the best. Me. Honey, anything is better than the best of the best. That's not a fair assessment. Everything you just said is true. It's a movie I would watch again. It's an entertaining movie. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, there was, Stacy says, I haven't seen it either. Yikes. You know, I, I think it's it's easy for us to overlook the impact that, that Van Damme had in his first few films. There, I, I, got, I got the list right here. Blood Spot, Blood Sport, I can't talk. Kickboxer, Lionheart, Universal Soldier, Hard Target, Double Impact, Nowhere to Run, the Street Fighter, such a bad movie. But the point being that it wasn't so much I want to say, in my in my mind, it ushered in a, a new era for martial arts films. You know, most of the time, we had someone of Asian descent starring, and and with Van Damme in there, we had someone who was Western. He was 
white. He was skilled and he's based on the way uh, I saw women respond to him, attractive, right? And so like all these things I think made for some, some different on-screen stuff. There's discussion in the chat right now about uh, about Mortal Kombat. Good times. Daniel's asking, can we have a blood sport watch party? Sure. Figure out where where we can what the options are for people, and we can we can set something up. It's it's interesting. I've actually kind of wondered why, and, and I've put this out to a couple people in our community that I thought the idea of having movie watch parties as like a whistle kick event. Oh, pardon me, would be fun, but nobody's really stepped up to do that, and I, I'm not going to commit to doing it. I got, I got too much. I got too much. I'm trying to figure out how to do less. I'm trying to figure out how to do less. Um, there's been a lot of clarity for me in my time away with where Whistlekick is headed, and its events is very clearly events. And what solidified that for me was. You know, just kind of watching what's going on here and thinking, you know, what if, what if we had a, an island, like a little island, and ran a martial arts all-inclusive? That Yeah, if you want to go take tours, you want to go snorkeling, scuba, sure, you can take care of that. But the focus is around training and meeting other martial artists. And getting away so you can focus on your own training. And so a lot of those principles are going to come through in all, all in weekend. But I see this happening. You know, it'll, it'll start with all in weekend and then weekends and then other events, but future whistle kick is events. <laughs> Stacy says, I don't think I saw any of those referring to the Van Damme movie list I, I read off. I did see Mortal Kombat. Was he in that? No. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Daniel says, I think running a martial arts tournament on a secret island historically ends badly. It does, which is why it wouldn't be a tournament. Other than we we could we could kind of play the gimmick on that. That might be kind of fun. I'm not opposed to that. Dennis is reminding us he played Guile in the movie Street Fighter. Stacy says, my movie knowledge of martial arts is so lame. You know what might be fun, Stacy, if you if you were up if you if you care, if you wanted to do it, to watch these movies now for the first time and to write about them. You know, just what your experience is as someone who's been around and done martial arts for a long time, to say, you know, here's what I feel about this one. Jenny, you could get involved too. We could have like a series over at Marshall Journal about what it's like watching Bloodsport for the first time in you know, 2022. So, um, I think that's it. Kelly says, I've thought about closer to retirement, maybe trying to get a job on a cruise ship doing ninja classes for kids. I think that would be really interesting. The, the downside, um, I know somebody who's worked on a cruise ship for a long time off and on. You don't make much money. 
and you know the balance is that they take care of everything for you so your your take your disposable income is is reasonable but you work hard you work six days a week and it's it is not an easy life wow it sounds like jenny and stacy are up for doing that and if you wanted to open up i, th I think it could make for an interesting series so I'll tell you what, why don't you, why don't the two of you connect, talk about a format, how you want to do it. Let me know. Um, and I'll, I'll make sure you guys get connected with Justin and we'll make it happen. If anybody else out there is interested, if you want to jump in, let me know. Because there are, there are, there are a number of articles over on Marshall Journal that have been related to film and they've all done pretty well. It's one of the aspects that of martial arts culture that's fairly universal and so to approach them from a, a a current perspective i think would be really interesting and i think people would take it so awesome hey fun times so i'm gonna go you know my 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 sunburns have officially almost entirely gone away which is great uh just in time to go lay in the water and bake in the sun for hours. So um, I'm going to paint myself with sunscreen, but I don't know that it's going to be enough. We will find out. Dennis <laughs> uh, says, Kelly, I'm just a couple years from retirement and need a Gilligan. See, there we go. It becomes not just. All right, here's the thing. Here's the business model. Do what Disney does, but for martial arts. Disney has cruises. Disney has resorts. Disney has experiences. And that's what it's about. Whistle kick will be, this is an experience, right? You wait, well, I wake up. Uh, some of us spend time in our morning experiencing this, this morning time with each other. And I, martial arts has a capacity to connect us for experience in a way that a lot of other endeavors do not. And that's one of the things I love about it. So speaking of which, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you all. Thanks for coming by. Remember, I have the most porous front door on here. I'm sure that's how the wizard got in. Uh, if you want to support all the work that we're doing, we've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. You could use the code FIRSTCUP15 to pick something up at whistlekick.com. If you have the whole list, it's whistlekick.com slash family. Uh, I am not making an update this week, but I made one just before I left, and we'll make one. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I've got a long layover in Dallas, so never say never. If you have questions or comments, leave them on Facebook. If you don't do Facebook, email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. We do it every weekday, more or less. You know, I've missed like three of them now including last Friday, 6.30 a.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and today we're on Twitch. Welcome to anybody watching from Twitch. Kelly's excited. Martial arts on the seas. Have fun swimming with the fishes. Thank you so much. Um, Daniel, are you be planning on being cryogenically frozen? I'm not planning on it, but, you know, never say never. Take care, everybody. Thanks for coming by, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.